0: Hello, and welcome to the In-House Content Podcast, where we teach you how to create content that works for you and not against you in order to add meaningful leads into your business. The In-House Content Podcast is sponsored by Creative Selections, LLC, and Really Good Content Incorporated. Well, welcome to the In-House Content Podcast. I am Jared, I'm the CEO of Really Good Content Incorporated, and joining me as always is the amazing stephanie hidalgo the ceo and owner of valley image studios and creative selections
1: hello everybody
0: she's also a surfer
1: (laughs) rad rad i just told you my surfing (laughs) story she's she's
0: killing it that's what she's she's
1: i'm definitely killing something
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's killing it
1: oh my Um, god
0: um did you want to introduce the topic today don't mean to introduce it
1: yeah, so today we're going to talk about how social media can drive leads into your cell, or I guess leads and in sales into your funnel or your shop or your small yeah. business. Essentially, how social you can utilize social media how to to grow your business exactly. So because yeah. we talked
0: last week about the actual sales funnel, mm-hmm. and social media is going to sit on the top line of that.
1: Exactly. And yeah. Stephanie
0: is an absolute monster. Uh, with social media and developing amazing social media accounts, driving leads for people, and today I'm going to get to glean tons of amazing information from her. I'm going to give my two cents here and there, but I'm—I genuinely have been looking forward to this because I just want to pick your brain even more on why you do what you do. Because I think you have such an innate ability, and um, I'm interested in—yeah, I'm interested in learning about your instincts.
1: <laughs> I, is it instincts? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Whatever they are, they're working. Yeah, so how I you, guess it is. So when, um, when people start in social media, when you know they have nothing and they know they need to get on this social media trend, um, if it's a new business, let's say it's a mom-and-pop shop, um, how do you recommend they select the first social medias? Because there's hundreds of different social medias. You know, there's probably 10 that are super prevalent, but how do they pick what they should be on?
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's the question I get all the time, like, what should we focus on? and what um, should we like, you know, develop content for? Because everything has a different strategy. So of course you wanna look at demographics, like who is on Instagram, who is on Facebook, who is on LinkedIn, who is on Twitter, who is on Pinterest, right? So you wanna think about that and just kind of like have, take a step back um, from your business and kind of act like the customer, right? Like if I'm, I, I kind of try to put myself in the customer's shoes and like try to understand um, if I was to see this content, how would I react? Type of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I try to figure out where their customer is. So like I have a pizza shop, and Instagram does amazing for their pizza shop, but so does Facebook. Mm. Um, compared to Twitter, or Twitter LinkedIn. doesn't do as well, or LinkedIn for you know this client. So we focus a lot of the content to be on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Now, there is an SEO benefit to having a lot of social media pages, um, which is you know, the backlinks and, of course, that presence online that helps you know, boost your online rankings, which you know maybe you focus on content for Instagram and Facebook, but we don't ignore the other ones. So we cross-post every once in a while just to kind of keep your rankings high because mm. it's a competitive world and yeah. you want to have that advantage.
0: Yeah. So with selecting your social media, essentially what you're saying is locate your target demographic and see where they primarily are and use that as a starting block. So for example, if uh, I'm a super young, hip brand that is geared towards uh, late teens, early 20s, uh, I would probably be uh, a lot on TikTok and Instagram, would probably be the two that you start with those two.
1: Yeah, and I would also like recommend Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah, so definitely, if you are targeting the younger demographic, um, you definitely want to be on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I wouldn't focus too much on Facebook. I wouldn't ignore Facebook, but I would not I would definitely create specific content for Instagram and TikTok, um, especially the reels and the TikTok videos and everything yeah. that's trending right now.
0: What are the age demographics <clears throat> that you're seeing are primarily on each uh, social media?
1: So it's interesting because I do see a lot of like, a lot of women from like 20 to 50 on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know? But I also do see a lot of the younger demographic. I don't see the really young demographic, so I don't see like my younger siblings who are like 12, eight, and um, like 14 and under, 15 and under maybe. I do see them more on TikTok than Instagram for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, That's like, if you wanna target that niche which i don't know if you can i don't know if most people want to target that niche maybe like- i'm sure
0: i'm sure there is stuff i mean like disney targets that oh, niche yeah, that's you know true. i mean like there are certainly businesses that like kid nike or you're going for like whatever it is fashion brands that are geared towards kids fidget spinners were ginormous for uh for anybody who is sub 16. I had a
1: fidget spinner.
0: So did I, I had like three, but <laughs> I was working at a church at the time when fidget spinners were getting super popular. And I didn't see a single kid that didn't have one in their fingers, just spinning it constantly. constantly. Yeah.
1: They were super addicted. No. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. But yes. Oh yes. TikTok is a platform. Cause I've noticed too, is that like, if you're a restaurant, like a boba shop or like a hair, like a haircut place or like, um, a pizza joint or, you know, if you have that trending TikTok, you know, or you have something that makes your restaurant or your business like a little different and you post that video on like TikTok, then all of a sudden you're like packed, you Mm -hmm. know, you're packed with business. Like I've seen it happen here, especially in Orange County. I'm sorry, you've seen it in Florida Mm -hmm. happen to a ton of businesses. Like when, what is that video game among us? Among Us became mm-hmm. really popular. You don't know what Among Us is? No,
0: I'm not that cool.
1: <laughs> so you're it's quiet. like when it's it's a video game when um, we're like one of you guys is in the is an imposter, mm-hmm. and then like um, there's a bunch of people, but you're trying to like kill people secretly, and then like you have to gang up, you have to find the imposter. But it's a okay. lot of little kids play it. Okay. Um, it's actually really funny. I played a game but,
0: similar called Mafia growing up. Okay.
1: <laughs> It's pretty funny. And it has these little like characters. So this boba shop, they designed those characters on top, like with foam on top of their, uh, yeah. yeah, on top of their um, boba. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, because they posted on TikTok for that demographic, it blew up for them. Wow. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So So it works. So TikTok works really well. Virality on TikTok works really well for local businesses, not just national brands.
1: Exactly. Yes, That's it awesome. does work really, really well for local businesses. Like if you're new, you have something a little different. Yeah. It's TikTok, and I would say Instagram Reels is the best way to showcase that differentiator. free entry-ator.
0: Yeah. Now, I know that you said in the beginning not to necessarily focus too much on Facebook, but is there a benefit to at least having a solid Facebook presence?
1: Heck yeah, having a Facebook presence is huge. Um, I have a lot of clients like that do kill it on Facebook. You know, like the. Facebook groups that we mentioned before, but then also having a Facebook business page and a personal page. Um, Facebook does very well for a lot of my business businesses, specifically targeting the older demographic, mm. definitely like thirty plus. Um,
0: Dang, s- I'm almost in that demographic. I'm almost there.
1: <laughs> I do. Only, I only say that because I feel like right when MySpace ended, mm-hmm. that was like our age and older. We all got Facebook. We oh my all gosh! Got Facebook. And when
0: it was exclusive, only college students could get on. And you heard your friends, you heard whispers exactly. around high school of like, "Oh, have you heard of Facebook? I got, my
1: friend got a Facebook. <laughs> exactly.
0: My friend got a Facebook, and he doesn't have a college. He doesn't even have a college email address. You mm-hmm. know how he did it? He did it because he got his friends and now he's on Facebook. <laughs> his it was this absolute hush. It was the it was the hottest thing if you were on and had a Facebook. And it damaged a lot of my relationships because I had a MySpace and I had a top five on MySpace, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, in MySpace, you arrange who you want everyone to see as these are my top people on MySpace, and I had a girlfriend at the time, and she got a Facebook, and she got it before me, and I saw all these dudes on her friends list that were in her top five, and I was like...
1: What the heck Dude, is this? Dude, I don't this? know one person who hasn't gotten in trouble from and Facebook. It, well, it wasn't there and was MySpace. no top five in Facebook. No, there was yeah. no top
0: five and I was I was like convinced, like, no, they, these are guys that she likes. I was like this jealous little fourteen year old that was I was convinced.
1: That is so Funny. It was
0: ruining my relationships. So Facebook Monica, is certainly our generation.
1: Yeah, Monica came in and she's just like this She God changed my life. She changed my woman. life. Now I will say
0: Facebook is also how she and I connected. I found her on me Facebook after I met well. her that New Year's I, New Year's Eve. I met her and then I found her on Facebook. We talked and messaged back and forth, and then the rest is history. Now we're married. Six I years. Guess so, as I of guess a, we're gonna we're week. gonna be
1: a little off topic. Yeah. You know? But That's like fine. me and Anthony, same type of story. Like I used to like uh-huh. him in high school. And then I, I hit him up on Facebook when we all graduated, and yeah, you hit him now up. we're married. I hit him up, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, hey, nice. I liked his photo, and then I yeah. liked three more. And then he was uh-huh. like, I was like, hey, you want it? You gonna say hi?
0: No, <laughs> I swear. You initiated it.
1: I did. Oh, <laughs> it was <man>. me. <laughs> Dang,
0: he was illustrious then. He was hard he to, had, he was hard to he get. He
1: had new. He had no idea who I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, well, I know who you are." Yeah, That's awesome. Was, yeah, it was pretty funny. He's an amazing guy too. I was glad I got <laughs> yeah, to meet him the awesome. other
1: day. He's pretty cool. Um, he's good.
0: Okay, so Facebook's really important uh, to our generation. And the other thing too that I always think about with Facebook, because you know never, I never profess to be this social media guru or anything like that. I certainly think you have a lot more experience there, but the biggest benefit that I've seen with Facebook is that as you're building groups and as you're building a presence on Facebook, you're actually collecting data that you can use on advertisements and ad sets moving forward. So no other platform has this power where you can collect data about your demographic, Collect data about who your audience is, and then use that data to advertise to more people that are just like them. So the superpower of Facebook is that, as in my opinion, uh, if you partner it with your marketing efforts, as you're building these Facebook groups, whether it's if if you are in the med spa niche mm-hmm. and you actually build your page, your business page, you know where you have tons of people following and all that stuff, you can use that audience. Or if you build like a private group and say, hey. We're gonna talk about the best beauty tips every single week and we're gonna give you the best skincare advice. We're gonna give you the best beauty tips on how you can whatever change your life and change your diet and change your health so that your skin looks amazing and it's invite only and people have to get in, whatever. You're building this massive group of highly primed leads that want to work with you. And you can sell skincare to this group, you can can you can sell advertising to people who want the attention in that group. Um, you can sell them directly your services, whether you're an injector or anything like that. Um, i'm just thinking specifically because we specialize in med spas um but when you when you own those groups you also own the audience and you can go into your facebook ads manager and say hey i want to target everyone that looks just like the people that are in these groups that i've got or i want to target people specifically in these groups with my ads um so it's a super super powerful like momentum builder that you can use, even if you're not using Facebook to like get attention, you can at least use it as a base in order to build kind of a, a bigger advertising audience. I'm just thinking from a marketing side.
1: No, and I agree, like you're absolutely right. Like you can collect all that data, you can run the ads after you have all that data and really specifically target exactly your your like ideal customer, like get the characteristics, get what they like. You know, I completely agree with you yeah i'm Um, I'm huge on doing that
0: now the other thing cool too about facebook i know we talked about this is we've we were talking about boosting posts on facebook or using ads on facebook but the other thing is buying attention so if you don't have an audience you can buy attention from other big pages on facebook you can do that on Mm -hmm. instagram as well but facebook is pennies on the dollar you can do it for a hundred bucks somebody will feature you on facebook where for, for 80,000 views or something like that or for uh, 250,000 views, whereas on Instagram, what's that gonna cost you, A thousand seven hundred fifty bucks?
1: Yes, it's you a know? lot different.
0: And on Facebook it's even more valuable, I think. I think there's there's even, there's more ways for people to take action from Facebook, it's much harder on Instagram because you're just getting the attention and then where's the link, how do you get off this thing because it's just a post, you know, that's harder for yeah.
1: me. Yeah, for sure, I completely agree too. Facebook is the way to go. You definitely don't want to ignore Facebook in your strategy, like, at all.
0: No. At least to have it in some form in your strategy mm-hmm. uh, as far as audience building. Maybe even if it's not, just at least so you can get a good demographic to advertise to. Yep, um, I agree. Now, I know that you your primary, like, thing right now is Instagram. Reels is a big one for you, right?
1: Yeah, I would say ninety nine percent of the people that hire me are like, uh, I would actually say, Instagram and LinkedIn are like the main focus for them.
0: Yeah, I'd love to go into. I'd love to hear about LinkedIn too. We can go into either one of those right now, but I'd love to hear about LinkedIn a lot because I'm because I know you've got some crazy results for your clients on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot. It, it, it's different. It's definitely a, a certain type of business that can mm-hmm. get really good results on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn it has a really good algorithm if you use a couple hashtags yeah. it has an amazing algorithm for you know actually promoting your post without paying for it
0: yeah so what's what's kind of the strategy there on linkedin that works that you've seen
1: um so linkedin you definitely want to do specific content for linkedin so linkedin has like the pdf option where you can upload pdfs you could upload like i recommend like pdf slideshows mm-hmm. in terms of content um so it adds like valuable it's, share- it's shareable. Um, and it's like a
0: carousel on Instagram. Yeah, where it's so like, you can okay.
1: upload a PDF, right? Yeah. So you'll, you could it could be like LinkedIn post size or Instagram yeah. post size, but it needs to be downloaded as a PDF. Um, and it would just essentially be a carousel that's you know infographic or like adds value to someone and the first slide of course needs to be very catchy. Um, and then you know LinkedIn you go into LinkedIn sorry what was <laughs> okay the carousel yeah and then the other types of posts are definitely the videos caption videos um podcast type content and then in terms of the hashtags like you know i use my softwares to see how much like how hashtags are actually doing for clients Mm -hmm. but like once you collect that data up to out out of like what hashtags are getting you good reach in linkedin then you'll see really good like constant reach on linkedin really Mm-hmm. So
0: what? So are, are, you're saying that our videos doing just as well as those? Um... Videos
1: kick butt on LinkedIn. Really? Yeah. My clients who do videos, but the PDF you want to use. So LinkedIn has its specific types of content. You know, like when you do a post, you'll see it. Now that I'm yeah. talking about you go in there, you'll see a post. Um, so you could do like curated articles. You could do the PDFs. Yeah. You could do um, videos. You could do like voice grams, audiograms. You know, you could do all types of content that, you know, status updates that will help that page build
0: yeah you want well, to definitely
1: utilize each one
0: okay so little consult here what would you recommend so our agency primarily focuses on web development and brand development so what would you recommend me to start doing on linkedin that's going to get some crazy results
1: okay so you would do like a slide like, a P, like I would say dude this is just shareable content okay. right So like the shareable content is really what helps my clients scale and get like big on LinkedIn. So like let's say you do a slide right, a slide or a PDF slide, and the first one's like how to design a website that converts, and then it just slides. Yeah. So then and then once people like the content or relate to it, more than likely they'll share it. and I do see a lot of shares on LinkedIn because people are constantly trying to reshare. Because I have a lot of clients that want to reshare valuable content because that helps their profiles as right. well. Because it boosts them um, up as well. Mm-hmm. So I have a like I you know I work with the agency with a bunch of I think like twenty financial advisors, mm-hmm. and a lot of the strategy comes from resharing tweets and resharing LinkedIn posts that mm. add value. Just you know? resharing, then, not even necessarily mm-hmm.
0: making your own content.
1: Yeah, and then wow. what they're mainly resharing, what you know, other people are mainly resharing when they see it on their feed, is going to be the slides. It's usually a curated article, um, yeah. like a good read, or um, sometimes it's a video, but it's usually or an infographic. Do the did mainly- the
0: dimensions matter on like could I build a square format so I can repost yeah. it onto Instagram? I've, I've done
1: it on Instagram like the Instagram square, like the yeah. ten eighty by ten eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that one on LinkedIn all the time. Okay. You just download your content as a PDF.
0: Exactly. And and it has to be posted as a PDF on, on uh LinkedIn. Because I can export I, if I made it in it will Because if not, know, it's not gonna
1: do the slide. It's I not gonna see. do the swipe through. Mm-hmm. Like you know how Instagram you can add you can post a carousel. Yeah. So LinkedIn you have to do it as a PDF. Okay. Very But important. you wanna develop shareable value adding content to where like mm-hmm. Stephanie the business owner needs to share content to keep her page alive for her followers can yeah. go in and be like, "Oh, that's cool. Like I'm following the branding hashtag and I'm um, let me reshare that." You know? Okay. So that's a really good strategy that I've seen work wonders for clients.
0: Perfect. Done. I'm going to start doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should. Done. I wish I had the time to do it for I'm myself. Writing in the note. <laughs> I'm going to reshare yours.
0: Done. I will do that, and you can. Yes. That could be your strategy. Can yes, you imagine? That's, my... that's a big. That's a big hot topic in TikTok right now, where the people who make the audio or make the the original. Because like you know how you can take someone's audio and re and record your own voiceover over it. So there's these creators that are ginormous. Yeah, like um, uh,
1: is it like what's it called? Reacting. Kind of like content? reacting.
0: I'll have to send you some, but essentially okay. it's as if I was talking like this. But you took this video and put your own mouth mouthing the words of what I'm saying. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. You know? Okay. And
0: those, yeah. the original creator of the audio gets no fame, no kickbacks, no nothing, while there's people that are getting enormously famous off of their content. That's like a huge like war right now with the creators. Anyway, sorry. That's a side. That's a side it center.
1: is a very big war between us all because we're all sharing everything. And I'm we're all it. kind of – a lot of people are – copycatting each other. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing that I see a lot of clients trying to do when they come to me. Like I saw, you know, like I have a luggage brand that came to me last week and they want to copy the exact strategy of a very famous popular luggage brand. And I'm like, okay, like we can do that. And I've done that for clients before, but I haven't seen results. Like you really have to find your differentiator, whether it even, it could be the smallest freaking thing. Like, you know, like your zipper, um, if you buy this, the zippers made out of like hundred percent recycled plastic, you know, like s- something that just makes you different because mm-hmm. everyone's different in their own way. Oh. I don't, do you hear James playing with his toys in the background? I don't. It's like, I don't. Okay. Cause yeah, it's like, you're good. it's annoying. It's, really
0: annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause you have the one year off. That's why. <clears throat>
1: okay. Yeah, it's like this little dog that, like, barks and moves. Okay. No, I can't Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, you're defining the differentiator in making your content because the copycats never win.
0: Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's really, in the end, it's about people providing true value. If you copy too much, you you run out of ideas, you know, because you're not providing true value.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, that's great. I appreciate that about LinkedIn. Thank you for the consult. You can bill me later for that. Um, I'm not going to bill you <laughs> anything. We're homies. <laughs> yeah just give a little fist bump i appreciate that virtual fist pump yeah, yeah, yeah. from cali to
1: florida mm-hmm. yeah coast
0: to coast <laughs> coast to uh, coast <laughs> so with instagram what's kind of your best recommendations for a few things types of posts uh hashtags and um, even the types of content within those posts
1: you need a heavy video strategy okay. um for instagram like I had to, cause I have a lot of clients that just do not have the time to post reels, right? And it became like a challenge because it's like, okay, we need to grow their pages, but right now, only on on Instagram, you're only really growing if you're posting these different types of content: yeah. story, reels, um, stickers on stories, Instagram like Instagram videos, IGTVs. You know, you're only really growing if you're really utilizing the different types of content. So I'll tell my clients, like, I just, you have to get really creative on making content. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like, for example, I have a client that's an interior designer. Um, and she writes, she does a lot of, um, like ideas, like minimalistic ideas. Right. And then I have to essentially design a reel, a graphic reel out of her blog post Mm -hmm. that she did on like minimalistic designs. Yeah. So like it can be done without you having to dance and like move and like mouth the words. Of course, it might not be as trendy, but it can be done and it does help you grow. Um, Because I do run, I would say a a big chunk of businesses don't want to, you know, dance around and or like do the trendy things, unfortunately. But there's a big chunk that do, you know, but I would say there's a lot that don't have the time to and um, they just don't have the ideas to. So a good one is to kind of turn or animate something into a reel.
0: Yeah, Um, and and because there's multiple different types of videos you could produce. There's just regular video. There is uh, IGTVs, but what you're talking about right now is reels, which mm -hmm. is doing much better than categorically than anything. Any type of content right now,
1: yeah. And then another good strategy also is like i have a client that does has a jewelry brand again they had they have beautiful jewelry absolutely no time to do reels so you know the strategy is to get influencers to do reels for them Mm. you know that's that's the strategy for them so Mm -hmm. like we every month scouting influencers sending them the reels that we think you know types of reels examples And just that's their content strategy and Mm. that's how they're growing and that's how they're getting business is through those influencer reels. And it's a win-win because the influencer posts the reel and then the business posts the reel. So they have content and then they're getting awareness from like two ends. Yeah. Um, So that's a huge strategy that I would say all of my clients with products are using.
0: And then what kind of hashtags should they be putting on their posts if they want exposure?
1: Hashtags? (laughs) So hash... uh, (laughs) Hashtags are, have to be very, very, very relevant to mm. the post. Okay. Um, so, like, let's You can't say, just
0: hashtag love, hashtag Jesus anymore. Um,
1: well, if it's about Jesus. If it's you, about
0: loving Jesus, then maybe you should. If it's about
1: loving Jesus, then you should do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but the thing, I think what's happening is Instagram. Like, so many people were, like, Googling hashtags and then copying and pasting it. Like, a lot of people were using, like, mm. Good, OTD, like...
0: Um, post of the day
1: post of the day you know I still use those every once in a while though just to see how much reach I get from them like I said I I have the the software that tells me the data if hashtags are doing well for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) which you do too um so yeah you want to make sure that what's it called that it's not it doesn't look spammy like you can't Mm. for some reason Instagram's honing down on accounts that look very spammy with like the 30 hashtags yeah so you definitely want like right now. I'm having my clients do it like 10 to 15 at oh, the most. Yeah. yeah, at the most. Maybe I was always, like I had always heard that five. 30
0: was how many you needed. 30 and was old, how many that might be you old info.
1: It, I think I don't think it's working anymore. Like I, mm. I told you like I had a client that we were doing 30 hashtags and we were using a lot of the same hashtags. Um, and Instagram just like hate his engagement just started going down. like it mm. just wasn't doing much. And we were posting reels, we were doing all these things. And it wasn't until we redid the hashtag strategy to be like ten to fifteen very, very relevant to the mm-hmm. actual post. It's a lot more work, unfortunately, yeah. but Instagram is really trying to hone down on the spammy looking content.
0: Mm. Yeah. so ten to is there is there a strategy behind that ten to fifteen? as well other than just it's got to be relevant to the post which is hard Um, because then you're then you're rewriting you can't just do the copy paste hashtags anymore
1: you can't just do the copy paste hashtags anymore unfortunately Mm -hmm. well that's what i've seen in my accounts you know out of all of them i've managed i do copy and paste some a couple times like i have a couple clients that have like their business name as a hashtag, yeah, right. and they have their branded hashtags, which I can understand, mm-hmm. um, and that needs to be on every post.
0: Or if you're, you know, for your financial advisors, they're all financial advice. Every post is gonna be financial advisors, so you can mm-hmm. at least financial advice in, in each one. You can have some yeah, relevance Yeah, exactly. So it, it
1: doesn't, it just, I would say, just try not to look spammy. You know, mm. like if it's 30 hashtags that just are like all over the place, like selfie, all the time, and like yeah. you know, just definitely hashtags that are very relevant. Like, that, I would say start using location if you're a location based business. Okay, um, yeah, like if that's you're, huge, that's mm-hmm. ginormous. If you're in Los Angeles and like Los Angeles maybe if you're a cafe in Los Angeles like Los Angeles Cafe mm-hmm. you know um, just start being really relevant with the hashtags that you're using and I think like from what I've seen in my clients it has gotten a lot more reach compared to the old strategy of 30 hashtags yeah, um, and the same ones for all the posts yeah, which is and really unfortunate
0: well, that's huge though i mean it's unfortunate but that's huge though for everyone to know that like you have to get because like even for me like up until just now i literally thought it had to be 30 hashtags and that 10 of them had to have under a hundred thousand uh engagements and the next 10 had to have under uh, a million and then the other 10 could be a million plus like i had a whole thing i'd watched like a handful Dude, of different hashtag strategies yeah yeah and, uh, it's old, it's old news. So it's like news. that's the big thing to know for everybody that's listening or watching is that like you if you're doing if you're just starting your business or you're just starting to hop onto Instagram or you're, or you're just starting to try to actually win on Instagram, you have to get the brand newest information because okay. if you go on YouTube and Google how to, how to succeed on Instagram and you find a video from 2016, it's gonna be completely irrelevant. you know yeah. so you have to make sure that the video is within the last what three months at, at the most, So that you can actually achieve what you want to achieve, because people might give you information that's just old, you know. So you got to get something that's brand new, or you got to get a Stephanie in your life so that you can. I was going to say also just
1: just tuning into this podcast. That's true. We're we're working like real time every day, yeah. Nine like freaking twenty four hours a day (laughs) on all these accounts, and you know, doing finding out what works, finding out what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and just creating strategies left and right. So just listening to us, and hopefully we can help.
0: <laughs> yeah, and join, you know what we should consider doing? This is actually this is interesting to talk about. Um, have you ever been on Discord?
1: No, what's that?
0: Discord could be an interesting one for us to start for in-house content course. Because I'm thinking, A, it'd be great, actually, if we have a private Facebook community that people can uh, request to oh, be into. Oh, yeah, we
1: should. Yeah. For
0: anyone in our course, they automatically get into a private community. But to have at least a request-in community of people that are interested would be great. Just so yeah, that we can constantly post valuable Patreon, content. Patreon,
1: Disc- is that the same? Is it about the same thing as like a Patreon or no?
0: It's like Slack. Discord's just like Slack.
1: Oh. It's really
0: cool and it's very community based, but it's nice because it's it's all localized within. I just don't know how many people would get on Discord. Um, mm. But if you're listening and you're interested in Discord, send us a message, uh, podcast at inhousecontentcourse.com. dot uh, com. As well, we will post a link or something to our Facebook group for you guys to join in. Or just honestly, if you go in. That's if you if you go onto our website onto inhousecontentcourse.com forward slash podcast and get that um, get that checklist we'll make sure that you' you get an email um, regarding the the Facebook group so we can add you in. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Reels are doing really well. I just wanted to make sure we touched on that. Reels are doing really well and Stories, right? Is that the other thing you're saying? Yeah.
1: So okay. So Stories. Okay. Let's talk about Stories. So stories, you can't do the swipe up feature unless you have the 10,000 followers, right? There's a, there's a, there is a hack. Yeah. There is a hack where you can do it as an IGTV post and then share it to your stories. And then there's a link that's able to do it, um, which you can go on YouTube and you can Google that and it's, it's pretty cool, but it does take some time. Um, but yeah, so stories work very well if you use the stickers or the audio or the effects. Like stickers, you, yeah,
0: like, like gifts.
1: Like the stickers are like the polls. So mm-hmm. like um, yes or no. Like you'll see yeah. a lot of the very big pages, like the popular community building pages, mm-hmm. or like the meme pages. Just a ton of polls, a yeah. ton of yes or no, a ton of this or that, yep. a ton of like. There's the eat or yeet.
0: (laughs) Eat or yeet. That's so funny.
1: (laughs) Eat or yeet. I always interact with them. They're super (laughs) interactive, and then for some reason, Instagram. Eat or yeet. Well, okay. If you log into Instagram right now, right? (laughs) If you if you go to if you go to Instagram right now and you log in and you go on your profile, you're only gonna see. I don't know. It just depends who pops up, right? Like, it just depends on who pops up with that highlighted ring around their photo that -hmm. you actually click through and then you look at like five and then you stop. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, like, what makes Instagram put that person in front of you when you're online compared to another person? You know, usually it's, you know, close friends, but they've also shown, it's also been shown, especially with my accounts, that it's clients that are using the polls, the this or that the effects the slides like mm-hmm. all of the little story features yeah. um, that you can add locations like all of that seems to be what makes the you know the sto- your stories more viewable mm. you'll notice like i've noticed like my just photos compared yeah. to video stories like my video stories some for some reason have way more views yeah. than my just photo stories like,
0: yeah. like i hardly i very consistently I post a lot of memes on my personal page. Same. I'm a, I'm a meme guy. Yeah, they're pretty and, funny. Um, and they're very, they're 90% of the time they're very funny. Um, but I consistently get 20% of my entire audience to engage with, okay. uh, with my memes, which I think is a pretty no, freaking that's, that's big No, that's awesome, and that's rate. a
1: perfect thing to do. Like, yeah. create, build a relationship through, with people on your audience with like through humor. Like that's mm-hmm. the best way. Like if yeah. you can make someone laugh then they're gonna love you. That's true. Um, that's <laughs> and true. then like if you if they have the sense you know same sense of humor of, as you then it's gonna be relatable and it's just gonna build like a relationship yeah. like we talked about in our last podcast, which we talk about romanticizing. Romanticizing um, and building trust. Yes. Yeah. So romanticizing and building trust. I got and a then, I got a
0: TikTok oh. tip a couple days ago about oh, nice. about Instagram. Um, TikTok's not reliable for a lot as far as factual information, but this might be uh, valuable is uh, they said to increase your engagement throughout the day, post a picture that includes you with a poll or a question on it. Um, Some sort of something that even if it's a yes or no or something like that, they said if you make that the first post of your day, the rest will see a massive uptick in engagement for the rest of the
1: day. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, those stickers, the polls, stickers. anything. Like, it just, I just see it do so much better than just, like, a regular yeah. story, you know? And I do have a lot of clients. One of my um, software that I use is GrowBase, the newer softwares, mm-hmm. and I can schedule stories. But I can't schedule, like, the stories with the stickers on it, mm-hmm. unfortunately.
0: Yeah. That, oh, um, yeah, that's true. Because you can't, you have to actually physically do that. You have to well, go on Instagram and do it. if you're listening, I would love for you guys to do it. Try that. Literally just start your day with a post that includes your face or includes you and has some sort of a question on it using the stickers and let us know what your engagement is that day versus the day that you don't do that i'd be super interested to know
1: comment below and let us know we're gonna do it comment below hey jared let's send us a dm yeah let's do it all next week and let's see how we do yeah well i'll do
0: it i'll do it increase my engagement please
1: i'll I'll freaking i'll I'll try (laughs) (laughs) i'll try to remember i don't know how
0: you know okay so i'll tell you too i um i i posted a few stories today. Let me see really quick because these stories so did, I. did not have to. So these stories did terribly compared to my memes. So this one got uh, got ten percent of my audience. The next one got the next one got, which I I used the the captions thing, which is kind of like a sticker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The next one only was seen by sixteen people and then the last one was only seen by 82 people which is uh, 82 is like 0.8% of my audience I have about 1000 that's a pretty people.
1: crazy Isn't i crazy? noticed i noticed too and i'm sure you noticed like have you ever gone to like uh, like for example i surf at the beach all the time and i okay. always put the location tag in my story when i post yeah. a story mm-hmm. cuz then it actually goes to that location um, tags yeah and, and then yeah. people from in that location end up mm-hmm. seeing yep. it all the time that's smart yeah so then, that's in a good way to be, um, to get followers, um, and like new followers and stuff, yeah. and get your stories actually seen by people that aren't following you.
0: Yeah. Rad. Is there what is there anything else about Instagram that you wanted to touch on?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. So that's like. good. Reels are just so big right now. Yeah. Like. Reels are and huge. And I would say if you can, if you have the capacity and if you have the, the the skill and the want to do them i would hop on them because yeah. reels get shared at such a fast pace right now that you know people are sharing them left and right on their stories yeah. on their feeds on trending feeds you know you like you can blow up so fast yeah. whether it's a um you know a restaurants uh a mom and pop shop uh financial advice um advice like we give jared like you got that tiktok advice you know Mm -hmm. like shareable content like that i would say just content that adds value but content that's entertaining and and it's hard to do we completely understand because we do it every day right it's very hard (laughs)
0: right but it's worth it it. i think high value high value content is the way to go High value content is always gonna trump any other type of content. Goofy goofy content, silly content, funny content, high value content that your actual audience wants will always win in the mm-hmm. long run.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just make sure people actually want it. Some people just post stuff that's irrelevant, that's annoying, and nobody wants it. You know, Or they think it's valuable, but really it's only valuable to them. Because they're like, oh, it's high value because I'm encouraging somebody to come in and schedule an appointment with me, which is a high value. It's like, it's a high value to you but I think high value to them is to know how to fix their oily skin. Or how yeah. to, you know, whatever it is. Giving giving high value I think is so important.
1: And that's one of the mistakes I first made when I first started my company is I was very like book now, schedule an appointment, but I All wasn't you. I wasn't doing the romanticizing mm. part of building that trust and adding yeah. value. Um, like it's like the rules of the universe. If you help others, then you know, doors will open. Right. So that's like true. if you just create your content with you know, the intent of adding value and you know that your business offers value. So just figuring out how to make that value
0: um,
1: content on your social media pages for your audience.
0: Yeah. Have you gotten The Go-Giver yet, the book, The Go-Giver?
1: Dang it, and I just we'll ordered books yesterday. Me
0: and Monica will send it to you. That's what we'll do. I'll tell her to send it to you. Can she um, write me
1: a little love note?
0: Your your worth. <laughs> so there's a there's a quote in there. Yeah, I'm sure she could. Um, <laughs> there's a quote in there that says, your your worth is determined by how many people you serve and how well your business's worth is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. There's so many good little quotes in that book about, um, really, in the end, it's about how well you solve other people's problems. That's what business is. Um, we have an intern. Uh, I don't know if I told you about that. We have an intern that started a couple did. weeks ago. He's you awesome. Did tell me about him he's Is rad. he cool? Yeah, he's awesome. Nice. He's great. Um, but he uh, that's like the big thing that we started with in the beginning is I want him to have a really solid foundational understanding of how business works so that he can serve our business. And um, we started off with just what is business. He goes, in the beginning, he's like, business is where you own something so you can make a lot of money. And I was like, no. that's what a lot of people think. A lot of people would oh, think that. Goodness. I'm sure everyone thinks that. Yeah. They think, oh, you you own your own company so you can make money, and and that certainly is a motivator. But what's business and why does it work? He goes, I don't know. I was like, it's when you give somebody something they need, and they're willing mm-hmm. to exchange money for mm-hmm. it. That's it. You trade value. That's it. 100 percent of them. Anyway. You know,
1: uh, yeah, for sure. And like, it, it's I, a lot of people, of course, especially the newbies that we hire. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they don't see that, and it's no. just like, and I know that you and I are really good at just mentoring our little. Our little employees, our peeps, our peeps, our peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our, our youngins, because <laughs> they're they're straight out of like college. <laughs>
0: yeah, or sometimes they teach me stuff that I'm like, man, I did not. Yeah, that's that true. They good. do have
1: a lot of value. It's definitely yeah. like a uh, not a win win, but like more so a learn yeah. learn. You know, teacher learn for yeah, symbiotic Yeah, symbiotic relationship. So, thank you everybody for listening to today's podcast. Be sure yeah. to su- be sure to subscribe mm-hmm. right to our landing page and get your free small business marketing checklist that everybody needs. Even if you yes. don't have a business, even if you're a two year old, just kidding. Yeah, yes, <laughs> well, no, if you're a two year old
0: and you're listening to this, you definitely need that checklist. Honestly, yeah. we need to interview you. <laughs> it's it's at inhousecontactcourse.com forward slash podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you everybody for Sweet. listening.
0: Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to the In-House Content Podcast. If you'd like to start making content that works for you and not against you and begin adding meaningful leads into your business, we've created a marketing funnel checklist for you to download. Head over to inhousecontentcourse.com forward slash podcast to claim this free
1: gift.